Welcome to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast, hosted by award-winning television director, documentary filmmaker, author, and speaker, Craig D. Forrest. Join Craig for the next few minutes as he interviews leaders, artists, and creatives about trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Matchstick Media International. Now, here's Craig. Welcome to the podcast. We have Lynn Wilson here with us today. He is a church media guru, a creative, and a communications professional. A great lecture that I need to go back to that's done, uh, given by John Cleese from, um, from Monty Python. And he talks about the five steps of creativity. It's on YouTube if you look for it. It's about maybe 30, 45 minutes. And I can't remember the, the last couple, but the first, first two of them, you're talking about five-year-olds and 10-year-olds moving on. The first is in order to be creative, you have to be open. Mm. And then once you're open, you come up with your ideas, you need to be closed. And the reason is, is you, the ideas that you come up with while you're open, uh, you become closed and you need to get them finished. You need to start working through them and that you go from the informal to the formal. And he talked about, uh, talks about how uh, children are much more creative when they're young because they're already open. They have open minds, open ideas. So yes. that's uh, that's a part of our uh, our conversation. Maybe we can come back to it another time in uh, in in the future. I love that idea, and uh, so anyone that's looking for some great creative ideas of, uh, of wonder and creativities, think like a five-year-old, which will be coming out very very soon in just a few days. And I'm sure what they can find that on Amazon and, and other places. Oh yeah, all the Maggie Barnes and Noble, you know, all the all the retailers. Okay. And will it be obviously be available as an ebook as well? Yes, ebook, uh, Kindle, a paperback, hardback. Excellent, excellent. So there's there's no excuse for not being able to find the book and get <laughs> the book. And one of the great I, I'm an author of a couple books. And one of the great things I love about ebooks, even myself, is you can have them in sixty seconds or yes. two two minutes. You click one <laughs> uh, one button, download, and it is on your tablet or uh, on your computer. I I like I take a tablet with me when I travel. Uh, and I read, read, read on the airplane. So there's no excuse uh, not to get Lynn Wilson's Think Like a Five-Year-Old. Let me, we have a couple more subjects I'd like to uh, talk to you about, Lynn, as we uh, finish up our time here on this great, great conversation with you on church media and creativity and innovation. One of them is I'm a big believer in Bezalel's, uh, and that has really come uh, onto my radar recently, the Bezalel who, who was the person young teenager actually in Exodus 31 and 35 who God, uh, Holy Spirit, uh, gave all uh, gifts of creativity to and uh, he and his team, production team, created the Ark of the Covenant and the tabernacle, all the different uh, basins of washing incense uh, and the, the first menorah that had ever been created, all designed by God but implemented by uh, Bezalel and his team. In any one group, organization, congregation, there are going to be young people that have skills and talents, I believe, these days, that are going ignored by many times by leadership. How, how does leadership, uh, how can they identify them and bring them alongside to be part of a creative team? Do you have anything to say about that? This is a subject close to my heart, Craig, because it, it breaks my heart to see the number of times that artists, often young people, uh, have a, uh, an almost naive sense of optimism about their potential to use their gifts in ministry settings, enter into a church environment, and whatever transpires, 
within 18 months to two years, there's a sense of burnout and disconnection and, you know, just it's not, it doesn't work anymore. Sure. I believe that the most important thing a church can do that is interested in finding Bezalels, finding artists in their community, is to bring in someone who is going to be the leader of the artists. You need to have some kind of uh, community that builds up that has a spokesperson that can be the primary liaison between the artist community and senior pastor, executive pastor, you know, other leaders of the church. Uh, when the demands of ministry, of weekly Sunday worship design, of weekly ministry, butt up against the sensibilities of an artist, that's where we get a lot of the friction and tension that happens. It's a very deadline-driven uh, life, often, ministry is, and artists don't function well necessarily when they're given you know tight deadlines and, sure. and there, there needs to be uh, some kind of person that can be the, the liaison or spokesperson to help create community to create a sense of safety uh, for the artist and then interpret their work to the other leaders on staff so if you're going to create storytelling in a church it's a one-to-one -one ratio in my mind between actually telling stories and then creating an environment for sustainable storytelling so we have to create systems in place where artists can come in and uh, feel safe. So you have to have good planning processes. You have to have adequate resources in place. You have to have the ability to uh, explore concepts that are not necessarily directed or deadline driven. One of my favorite churches for this is Twelve Stone. I don't know if you know of Twelve Stone Church. No, They're, I don't. Tell, uh, tell us about it. Well, I, they're the largest Wesleyan church in the country. It's, it's the big mega church no one knows about, is what I say. They're, they do about 15000 a weekend. They're, they're about a half hour north of Atlantic. And they're a pastor, and kind of my role there is a guy named Dave Roney, and he's been there 15 years, pastor of the Redemptive Arts. And he has such a tight relationship with their senior pastor, Kevin Myers, that they have the ability in the arts area to pursue their own initiatives uh, as they're led without necessarily pursuing initiatives that are directed by sermon series planning. So if they have an idea for a film, they can produce a short film. Kevin, the senior pastor, will look at the finished product and say, oh, that's wonderful. I'm going to use that in the series down the road. And there's more of a dynamic relationship. It's, between it's almost like a creative lab. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Instead of a situation where you're getting no... I mean, I've got a friend, I don't want to name the church, I've got a friend at another large church in the area who's a very gifted motion graphics artist. And he has learned how to survive in an environment where he gets 36 to 48 hours notice before a weekend because that's how the senior pastor writes his sermons. And so he'll get notice on Friday morning, Friday night, oh, I need this by Sunday. And he's he's making it work in that environment. That's, that's not the kind of environment that's going to really help to create... You know, experiences where someone can design the first menorah and it's last, you know, and it's lasting three, you know, thousands of years. <laughs> exactly. Hey, you've got 36 hours to put this together. Congratulations. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Great conversation so far with Lynn Wilson, church media guru. We will be back to the other side of the podcast in 32 seconds after this message. This podcast features engaging conversations with leaders, artists, and creatives sharing about current trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. Today's episode is produced by Matchstick Media International, a nonprofit that's passionate about inspiring both visionary leaders and young creatives to harness the power of media to further the gospel. To learn more, visit us at matchstickmedia.org. Now, back to Craig.
my last question, last subject I want to bring up to you, and then I'll, I'll let you uh, bring us a, a final thought or two, is regarding platforms, that today the, the platforms available uh, media-wise to churches are just incredible. And that if a church and a leadership group will concentrate just on the two or three that they can do best, that's a great way to, to start. You don't have to be out there on, all, on 12 different platforms. If you can um, do Facebook well, your web, uh, website is just rocking good with fresh information uh, that's easy to navigate. Uh, and perhaps you also, I love Instagram, so I, I would be more than willing if I was a pastor to tell all the young people, this is our Instagram account, uh, just hashtag it, and mm -hmm. all these photos start happening. Talk about platforms and what's possible with them to, today and what advice you would give. Yeah, I, I want to concur with what you're saying, Craig, that to give to give your listeners um, freedom to not feel the burden to have to be pros at every platform. And the platforms you choose are completely contextual and specific to your, your ministry. Uh, the right, I think it's Jim Collins who says the right answer to a problem is almost always a who. You know, so when I've done consulting with churches, I like to say, okay, show me your resources. Well, what, what's your current talent base? If you were to actually list out every possible platform you can think of on a sheet of paper, you know, you write down print, you write down iMag and worship, you write down Facebook, website, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What's every distribution channel you can come up with? And then write down every person you've got at your disposal, uh, full-time, part-time, volunteer, and see what kind of gifts you have that are unique, unique to your setting and pursue it that way. And then if you have big holes somewhere, then you can begin to make strategic decisions to staff or resource some of those big holes. You know, and sometimes some pretty amazing things can happen. I've seen churches that have very specific ministries around uh, unique kind of channels. You know, they'll have artists on staff and they might create live artistic experiences in worship, you know, and because they have those people available to them. That's not something I advise every church to do, but it's based on your talent pool. Exactly. So, so just to look at who you've got to work with in your community and, and start there. Okay, and, and real quick before we, uh, we move on, even if you're a small church, 50, 100, 150 people, the average church in America is 100 to 150 people, uh, and 80% of them or more. Um, where can they jump in? What would you suggest the two or three places, if you're a small church with a limited budget, where can you make a difference in media? Uh, any suggestions? Well, my inclinations have always been towards uh, worship design because it's uh, the area that uh, is in constant need. And you're already pouring, re even in a limited small church setting, uh, in terms of resources, you're already putting resources into your worship planning, into your worship design. Uh, in fact, if you look at most church staffs, uh, you've got youth directors and children's directors and you've got worship people. You know, it's, it, it's really kind of where it starts for a lot of churches. So, you know, what are those resources and then how you can begin to reframe a worship design process? I'll, I'll give a plug for one of my books here um, called Taking Flight with Creativity, Worship Design Teams That Work. And I wrote that a few years ago to help churches begin to understand how you can begin to engage a better worship planning process to allow creative expression to flourish. Excellent. Excellent, excellent. Well, we've summed up our time here. Uh, had a great time with Lynn Wilson, and I always ask this final question and get some wonderful responses. Lynn, if, if, is there a question we haven't, I haven't asked you, 
or a last thought that you'd want to leave with our listeners today? What and what would it be? Well, that's good. You know, I it's uh, for me, it's about uh, both telling stories and creating environment for telling stories. And I, I touched on that briefly earlier, uh, but I think it's just as important uh, to create workflow and systems in place whereby people can begin to tell stories. Um, and that can be uh, stories that are generated by uh, staff and volunteers. It can be generated by, by the community at large. Right. You know, but, um, but it really starts there. It's a, I tell people come to me all the time. Of course, I'm in a large church. So we have uh, lots of programs and lots of ministries. And people come to me all the time and say, oh, I want this promoted. I've got this event coming up or I've got this program or whatever. I want to get promoted. And my response, my first response to them is always, well, show me the fruit, not the seed. Show me the changed life. Show me the person that's, that's benefiting as a result of this thing that you've put together. And I want to tell that story. And in the course of telling that story, then, oh, by the way, your thing is going to get promoted. But the goal is always on changed hearts and lives, not on our programs. Changed hearts and lives. You cannot... Being a Christian, you cannot argue with that one uh, at all. Excellent thought and, and uh, a blessed thought as well. We're finishing up our time with Lynn Wilson, longtime um, talker, uh, speaker, I should say, and, and thinker on creativity, innovation, media, and the church and culture as well. And you can also find uh, Lynn at his blog, lynnwilson.us. Lynn, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, and I've learned some great things. I've been scribbling notes like crazy. It looks like uh, Chinese, Chinese uh, writing all over my my uh, pad here as I'm writing down some of your ideas. We want to thank you for being part of the podcast today. It's been a treat and a real pleasure. My honor. Thanks for the bringing me in, Craig. You bet. Thanks. You've been listening to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast with Craig D. Forrest, brought to you by Matchstick Media International, dedicated to excellence in media through inspiration, vision, and education. To learn more, visit us on the web at matchstickmedia.org. That's matchstickmedia.org. Your generous donations, large or small, help defray costs for producing this creative podcast. Thanks for listening and subscribing.